I said, hey, welcome to the man cave happy hour. I said, hey, welcome to the man cave happy hour. We're gonna drink a fine whiskey and smoke a really fine cigar. It is time for happy hour. It is the Man Cave Happy Hour. Whiskey, cigars, spirits, the stories that go along with it. I'm Jamie Flanagan. I am Matt Fox. And we are downtown Detroit at the Detroit Shipping Company, the podcast Detroit Studios. Hey, you know what? Yeah. This is closed for a private event. It is. There's like chunks and chunks of this. That means that's a good thing, right? That means uh, people are coming down and utilizing... Uh, the, the space, Detroit. The, yeah, yeah, the space is here at the Detroit Shipping Company. I, I went and I looked. There's about 75 people out on the patio. Wow! Uh, all socially distant. Yes. Um, and d- doing everything exactly as Fauci said. Yes. Uh, Wearing I'm sunscreen. Putting, yes. I'm putting on sunscreen, and so should you. Why? So uh, I I don't so, get uh, sunburn. Yeah, I don't know. How, what? <laughs> Well, you're wearing sunscreen, so yes. I don't get sunburned. Yes, I wear sunscreen, so you don't get sunburned. Right. That, Perfect. That, thank you for that. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. <laughs> That's a political non sequitur nonsensicals. But uh, yeah, no, downtown Detroit. Downtown Detroit is hustling and, and bustling. There's this cool t-shirt shop here at the Detroit Shipping Company. Yes. Uh, there's an artiste. Yes. Uh, David something or other. But it, it's very cool. He does uh, very cool Detroit design and distress designs. Uh, so if you're looking for like cool Detroit stuff... Um, in the coming up uh, after the Man Cave Happy Hour, if you're listening to things uh, mm-hmm. live, uh, after we do this, we do uh, I, I do another podcast called Detroit City of Champions, and I attempt to wear like a Detroit shirt. I see that every time. I see that uh, every time I, I do a Detroit City of Champions. Uh, I try to coordinate it with uh, the team that we're talking about, either ah. the Lions, the Wings, the Tigers. Uh, when we get to the uh, Detroit Sharpshooters, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. You need to, you need to go I to get uh, a Detroit Gun Club. Uh, maybe I don't know because it was a Detroit. I, I could get a Detroit Police shirt. You know, we you could go to wearingfunny.com dot com mm. and put uh, <laughs> like this not out of a <laughs> Detroit Police shirt and uh, put it up there. Actually, be cool. I I like that. I've actually seen that on on t shirts. Uh, the, the old Detroit. It was like on their door, and their cars were like a uh, light blue, little lighter than the uh, Super Troopers, a ah. little lighter than the State Troopers. They had a nice square yeah. logo on it, so it was uh, yeah. So. Get one of those. I think I'll do that. But uh, yeah, I try wearing a mm-hmm. Detroit shirt. I like uh, your shirt, Detroit every time, City FC. Yeah, yeah. But it, yeah, there's a Detroit DCFC shirt. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you're looking for cool Detroit stuff, uh, Detroit Shipping Company is a great place to to come down to. Uh, parties are raging, man. Genevieve's just is stuffing us with uh, Thai food today. Oh my oh. goodness. I am. Uh, I've got leftovers. So good. I have leftovers. My Just, leftovers have leftovers. Uh, yes, <laughs> uh, I'll be eating good for the weekend. We'll say that. <laughs> yes. So, uh, but yeah, we're we're here and uh, just enjoying it. Matthew, uh, what's new and groovy with you, man? You know, I am. Uh, I- I'm excited because things are picking up. Yeah. You know, work-wise, things are definitely picking up. Yeah. I'm very excited that, you know, on July 1 is when it's all supposed to open up. Sure. So just helping folks to understand the importance of getting in front of str- strategically preparing for when everything just opens up and be Because you're a banker. So here's a here's an odd question for you. Let's right. let's uh, cuz today we're talking about we it's the man cave and it's it's uh, you know, whiskey, cigars, spirits, spirits and... storing it along with it. So today we're talking about uh, mixers and spirits that go along with mm-hmm. Uh, the drinks, right? And yeah. I, I've been on a Manhattan kick. Uh, As have and, I. And we're gonna we're gonna talk about vermouths and bitters uh, in just a minute once yeah. we're done being non sequitous. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's a word. It is now. I say it's like English. You say it. Sequitarial. It's, it's, it's a thing. Uh, I don't know. All right. But uh, so here's but here's my here's my question. It's like because a lot of people are on the dole, right? A lot of people are uh, you know getting free money and not working. Correct. Uh, how do you watch your money when you're getting free money? Uh, you, you, there's still a there's still a word that you have to pay attention to. Yeah, it's called a budget. Oh, okay. And not living beyond the means by right, right. which those monies are coming from. Okay. Even though you may not be getting taxed on it, mm-hmm. right? You still need to live within means that you are getting money from. Right. Right. So that budget is very important. So yeah, it's like, oh well, I'm getting money. Taking that credit card and just running like mad, right? Yeah, right. And sometimes you know that things get away from you, and you have. And we're all human; we all do stupid things mm-hmm. sometimes. But uh, there's a way to recover from that. So, Matt, should people go back to work? Um, yes, <laughs> go to work for the for the for the mere fact that. <laughs> 
um, our friend Tony at the Wine Garden oh my in St. Clair Shores, Michigan. If you live in Michigan and you and you have somebody who needs a job or would like to work uh-huh. and work at a party store with uh, pretty cool people, yeah, uh, Tony, he's dying, man. He's working six, seven days a week and he can't get people to work for him. Genevieve down here at uh, the same the, thing, the Bangkok ninety six, and she goes, she Bangkok three sixty ninety six ninety six. Isn't okay. I don't know why I think in 360. I don't know. 360 is the coffee place. Oh, that's why. Right, okay. There's, there's so a, much. There's a, there's a there's coffee. So, there's a coffee ice cream place in here. Yeah, there's, there's so many things here. They get confused. But uh, she's dying for people to work for. Uh-huh. Right. So uh, if if you have the wherewithal, uh, you want to work. People people want you. If you want to work for for a ballbuster because she's an amazing ballbuster at yeah, that, yeah. she'll put you to work oh, and God. she has she has expectations. So yeah. you have to be ready to work. Now here's my kind of we're and like I said we're downtown Detroit and yeah. they got those pedal bars. My kind of pedal bar just rolled by. There's no pedals on it. <laughs> it's all motorized. The, all the the whole the whole car of people had their feet They're up. Just sitting back. Those and are my people. They're like I was thinking I saw those pedal cars earlier. I'm like well I I just I would do, why why are you making me work. I came to hang out with you and drink beers. Um, yeah, gotta sweat uh, that off. So, but that pedal car, everybody had their feet up and they were just going. I love that. Yep, that's hilarious. <laughs> that puts me in a good mood because you know what? I've been a little bitter lately. Really? <laughs> what what kind of bitter are you, Jay? Oh. Are, are you a sweeter bitter? <laughs> are you a fruit bitter? Uh, what kind of a bitter are you? You know, I didn't know there was uh, the array of bitters oh, that, yeah. that there are. There's walnut, there's cherry, there's, there's pear. There's just... And there's the uh, aromatic bitters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the big dog... In the in the bitter world, and mm-hmm. they have many in all of those those, yes. those flavors. Uh, you you can hold up to your all camera. Right. Yeah, it's uh, uh, Angostura mm-hmm. Angostura bitters. Yeah, right. That's and so, how do I know how to say that? Why do you know how to say that? Well, because I went uh, to the little website. Oh, Angostura dot com. And I went to uh, Angostura. Angostura. <laughs> I typed <laughs> pronounce Angostura, and <laughs> it's like. Angostura. Angostura. And so, yeah, I cheated. I, it's like, it's, a, it's such an odd little, and I always screw it up. You're so, a professional. Like, That's right, why you do right that. Right before we sat down, I'm like, I'm going to look this up. And it's like, hey, Google, tell me how to say this. Angostura. Thank you very much. There's, a, there's so, another word that you're going to have to do that with for hey, me. Hey, computer. <laughs> we are there, man. Yeah. Computer. Is somebody, is somebody trained their Alexa to respond to computer instead of Alexa? That was uh, Dave. Uh, David Wright. Yeah. Oh, da- okay. That was David Wright that right. did that. Yeah. So I love that. I love that. Uh, the Motor that. City. Because I don't like uh, the people. I, it actually, it irks me a little bit. Okay. Alexa. Hey. And it's like, jeepers, <laughs> oh, creepers, man. But go, computer. <laughs> Turn the degrees down three degrees. You know. Yeah. It's yeah. like, wow, okay, that is cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe that's just a major dork in me. I don't, I don't no, know. No, it's, 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 we're, we're in that, uh, we, we are in that vicinity if we don't we're have flying here. cars by the end of summer i'm gonna be wholly disappointed meet george judson his boy jamie uh but we were ranting about uh angostura bitters right mm-hmm. and i was all proud that i had google uh, help me pronounce that yes. uh, um, so it's making me less bitter that i'm being successful with stuff <laughs> I nice like, segue. I like, yeah, I was trying. I was trying. To, it's like, hey, wait. Oh, we've, we've wandered off track again. Um, I'm going to try happened. to get us off track uh, just one more time. That's never happened before. In, in a second. But Angostura bitters. Yes. Um, and these are the orange ones. I have the orange ones because I like uh, I like Manhattan's yes. uh, and, uh, I, and Old Fashions. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit more. I lean a little, a little towards the Old Fashions. And the Old Fashions often call for orange. Mm-hmm. So I went with the uh, orange bitters Fair. Uh, for that. But the aromatic... Uh, are the are the staple are the main ones the aromatic ones are the the, the plain the staple ones? Mm-hmm. That's what I have at home, is the aromatics. So, but we were um, we were talking about this uh, just recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, it came up, and I said, you know, yeah, we talked about that in a previous episode, <laughs> but I think we just glanced uh, across it, uh, and and. We were talking about being bitter, and uh, you know, my boy Matt Fox. Look at how big you're smiling. <laughs> look at look at the smile. On because Matt I just Fox's saw something face. come across the screen. That's here. right. <laughs> um, and because I was like, Matt Fox, you can't be bitter. And there's no way to be bitter about anything when the bourbon and blondes are in the room <laughs> with us. <laughs> hey, Abby Elena, welcome to the man cave again. Hello. How's it going? Good. How's it going? Good. We're having a week. 
and we're going to be drinking. So um, this is called the surprise. This is my surprise face. Because <laughs> uh, this was, uh, I had no idea that the two of you would be uh, joining this evening. Yeah, we zero, knew that. Zero idea. So look at how, look at his smile. <laughs> yeah. Look at it. He's like, he's going to be smiling for a week. Look at him. <laughs> he's so he's just, because it's fun. You, you ladies are fun to hang out with. Uh, and you've done some pretty cool stuff uh, of late. Uh, Bourbon and Blondes, you did this tasting, and uh, we'll get back to the bitters and the story of the label on the bitters in just a second. But you guys did a, a tasting, and you posted a picture on Facebook, and there was a table. It was, I think it was like probably two eight-foot tables pushed together, and it, it was filled with bottles. And you were like, which one? How many? Over 50. I think I counted 53 or 56. I don't even remember. You probably tasted about uh, All 47. <laughs> That was going to be my question because you're like, which one? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and I might even be talking about the bourbon. But so, but so you do a tasting like that, right? And you have 57 choices, right? Mm-hmm. How do you, because mm-hmm. you can't really reasonably do them all and really enjoy them. I mean, you know, how do you, uh, how do you pick? How do you guide people? Yeah, you probably won't remember yeah. some of it, most of it. <laughs> How do you guide people when you're doing something like that? How do you guide them into uh, what to do and when to do it? It's like 50-50, right? So half the people who participate in those, like, they are coming for a reason. And they know they're going to be pours that they haven't had and that they want to have. Um, so that's usually pretty self-guided. And then we had a lot of people at the event are like, why well, usually drink this? Or I'm used to having this. And you know, you just kind of have to like, okay, well, what do you like about that? What what do you enjoy about that pour? And then kind of say, okay, jump here, try this. Yeah, we had, or avoid that. Yeah, we had right. like, it was like 50 or 60 attendees. And at mm-hmm. that point, I mean, there was, um, staff goes there with what, five of us. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of covering our block, you know, our our blog, our, <laughs> our, 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 I made like 10 mm-hmm. bottles or something. And so a lot of people we noticed came with somebody else and they weren't really bourbon enthusiasts mm-hmm. so kind of just like to abby's point like what do you usually like what do you usually drink and like you know we kind of give our preferences for yeah. for that so what was it what was something there you had on the table that you never had before oh it was the um uh, the tulamore dew aged in rum casks oh, for me yeah. it was good oh. you like that one I'm so it sorry. was I'm so sorry I yeah. missed that. I'm so sorry I missed that picture. Yeah, <laughs> I really. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was fantastic. It was. It was. It was. Yeah. So, all right, all right. the Tullamore Dew. I like the Irish whiskeys, yes. um, mm-hmm. and I I, I, I like Tullamore Dew. I bought that bottle. Uh, oh, nice. I, I, I might not buy a second. <laughs> so, well, you have to buy it to know, right? Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. I used it. Oh, I used it as a mixer after oh, that. So. But yeah. uh, and again, everybody has their own taste. It's uh, yeah, it's their own it's their own thing. So uh, <laughs> I'm still over here, just a, he's, like in like in shock. Yeah, he's all he's all giggly and smiley. I I'm love just, I, just, I, I love Matt here. Fox. I tell you what. So uh, so what else? What else you guys got cooking? Right, you got some uh, new stuff on the horizon. Right, your your next season is is uh, dropping. Yeah, it's coming out this weekend. Mainly because I'm very behind on editing, but it's coming. <laughs> I, I knew it, I knew it either had just dropped or it was on the way. So should have yeah. and it's on the way. All right. Fair play. Yeah, this weekend, and we've got some pretty phenomenal guests lined up, so we're very excited. Um, very cool. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about it yet, but it's coming out in the next few days. We're going to start working on a single barrel club here in St. Louis with nice. events associated with it, so mm-hmm. um, that's going to be pretty exciting. That is exciting. So is there one particular party store? Uh, I'm, well, because every state um, and all the liquor commissions are different. In Michigan... You have to you have to be connected with a retailer, yeah, in order to do it. So, like, if Matt and I, you know, because there are like some other bourbon podcasts um, and and things that do their barrel picks, mm-hmm. um, their own, their, their, own their, their own barrel picks, yeah. Right, right. Um, and and depending on the state and where they are and mm-hmm. how 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 well funded they are, <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of times they. Yeah. In, but in Michigan, you have to work with a, a, a retailer. Uh, is that how it works for you guys? Most of the time, yes. Um, we have been very fortunate to find a partnership with a company called STL Barkeep. Mm. So they ha- they're essentially alcohol retail, um, but they do mainly events. 
So we've partnered with them. They've been doing a lot of their own single barrels. And then later this year, we've got our own like bourbon and blondes barrels coming out. I'm excited. I want to make a trip to St. Louis and grab one of those. Right. Hell yeah. Absolutely. I mean, come up there and drop it off for you guys. Yeah, Uh, yeah, because you guys were in town and I was like, you were posting pictures like after the fact. And I was like, get your butts over here. And you're like, oh, we're here three weeks ago, dude. (laughs) As she said, we're we're like, we were there for 12 hours three weeks ago. I'm like, oh, okay. Literally, that's what it was. (laughs) All right. Next time. You guys are based in, what city are you based in? Uh, Troy. Yeah. yeah Troy. Detroit, downtown Detroit, uh, oh. ev- everywhere and all points between. Yeah. <laughs> we could, we could be anywhere within one half hour. Yeah. Yeah. Well, much. they were in Ann Arbor. And so that's, yeah, that's uh, 40, Ann Arbor is yeah. about 45 Five, an hour. Yeah. yeah. Depending on. Yeah. That. Yeah. We'll have to come up. But, uh, uh, bitters, what do you guys know, uh, about bitters and the, bitters. uh, Angostura? What do you got? Do you do you know? Are you familiar with them at all? Because we're diving into why the why the label's so kooky. There's a story we talked about it. I'll tell. I'll read the little story from the article here okay. in a second. But do you know uh, anything about bitters? Yeah, we enjoy them in our cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> me yeah. too. Best answer ever. Me, <laughs> me too. I mean, like not a lot, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, no, the Angostura bitters, because uh, this comes back, it dates, it dates way, way back. And it's, it's actually, it's kind of a, a funny story. Um, so it's, it's synonymous, and it's, it's the lead dog when it comes to mm-hmm. bitter. Angostura is, is the lead dog when it comes to uh, cocktail bitters. It's mm-hmm. a mainstay on the shelves for, and for bartenders for years and years. It's been around since 1824. Really? Yeah, 1824 is when they, uh, when they launched the, the brand. Old Fashions Manhattans. Uh, the main, and then there's other cocktails that I can't pronounce because they're like French. See, I'm curious to know the, <laughs> the, the, the person that invented the Angostura bitters, yeah. how did they come up with the recipe? That's what I want. Well, here's the thing, just, right? Uh, the name is recognizable, okay, but there's mystery surrounding the brand and the recipe. Ah, it's like, is it oh, Ang- really? Did it's Angus a, do it? It's a no, there's no <laughs> Angus. All right, you kind of wish there was <laughs> actually, but it's a family, it's a family secret. Only five people living. There's only five living people that know the recipe. Really? Um, and they've agreed to keep it secret, uh, and they'll pass it on when the time comes. Uh, so the contents inside are a mystery. But the other thing that confounds drink lovers is why this kooky neck. Uh, people that watch and on the line, yeah. uh, if you've ever seen the bitters bottles, uh, they got the it's labels like too big for the bottle, right. right? So what's 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 that all about? So the it's oversized, on purpose, isn't it? The oversized label, no, total <laughs> screw up. Is actually what it was. It, it was a mistake. Uh, <laughs> it really was, yeah. So the brand's founder, Dr. Jonathan Siegert, he died in 1870, okay. and he passed the business along to his three idiot sons. <laughs> The article doesn't say that, but uh, I kind of added just that. adding the color there, are you? All right. <laughs> Carlos, Luis, and uh, Alfredo. So uh, the Seagert brothers decided they wanted to, you know, kind of do a rebranding and, and a launch. And so they were going to enter this competition and, uh, you know, get their name out there. And so one brother was designing the bottle and the other brother was designing the label. Oh. And they didn't talk to each other. <laughs> oh, that, that checks out. You have siblings, you know, yeah. they're the worst. And so they got together, like, ah, the labels are coming in. Where are the bottles? They're right here. They're like, dude, those bottles are small. He's like, well, that's that's what we were talking about. He's like, well, they're too small because our labels are going to be too big. And there was no time to redo it. Right. So they said, screw it. And they put the oversized label on it and entered the contest. They get into that contest. They and they win. They right? lose. Did they lose? Okay. <laughs> That's just not very appealing to the eye. No, 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 no. But the judge said, "Keep the." He goes, "The the well, the liquid didn't win because it was a taste for the liquid. Okay, it wasn't okay. a design. Oh, I thought it was a design. Okay, no, no. Uh, and and so it was a, for it was like for the spirits. Uh, and then, uh, uh, but the judge was like, "You yeah, keep that bottle. It's uh, it's memorable." Yeah. And so they did. And so hence, uh, it's memorable. But what's inside sucks. Yeah. 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 Out first. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, a lot of other lot of other brands have have taken to it. There's uh, the Forest brand, the Fee, uh, Fee Brothers, San Francisco Bitter Collections, uh, and they all have the oversized bottles, uh, oversized labels on their bottles as well. Because customers have come to expect when I'm going shopping for bitters, mm-hmm. it's going to have that kooky little bottles. Right. And so if I'm buying it a bitters, it, it's got to have that kooky little label. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, so, it's not going to be right. Right. Uh, so yeah, so it's, it, they've kind of set the trend with that with the the three idiot brothers. Back in 1870. That's that's great. <laughs> I like it. That's yeah. great. So there you go. So it's an integral part of your cocktails, of of your old fashioned and your Manhattan. 
Uh, ladies, I want to test you here. What uh, What do you put in a Manhattan? Uh, <laughs> I, I think she was looking at. I think she was looking at her liquor at, at her bar for a moment there. Sweet vermouth, sweet vermouth. Yep. Whiskey. Yep. Whiskey. Um, and then. Or bitters. Yep, that's it. Yep, so it's the vermouth, right? So we were talking today, I said we were going to talk about mixers and uh, the sweet vermouth that mm-hmm. goes with it. Now, I was making, I'm, I'm all like, oh, look at me, I'm so cool. I'm making Manhattans at home after school, and I'm going to sit on the deck, and look, I'm posting pictures because I'm interesting. And uh, I, I got, <laughs> we really, really fancy. <laughs> I get yelled at. Uh, because I'm my my vermouth game sucked. Uh, oh, yeah, you got to have the good vermouth, otherwise yeah. it just tastes awful. Yeah. See, and I did not see, and this is this is the reason behind the man cave happy hour. Matt and I are here to learn and, and find out things, and so I had I had had because it's what was in I I'm at Kroger. Our, our local grocery chain buying uh-huh. buying my booze and buying some vermouth to go with it, and they had one vermouth on the shelf, uh, and it was the Gallo. Oh, look at her shaking the head. No, don't be <laughs> don't be buying your vermouth at the at the grocery store. That is your first mistake. Uh, um, I'm, I'm just picky. I, I, I'm I'm very weird about my vermouth, so I'm very picky about what vermouth goes in my Manhattan because if it's not one type of vermouth, I'm out. Yeah, and the same with, like, liqueurs, too. Like, if it's just I, – I know the cheaper liqueurs usually have, like, a lot of sugar in them and, like, are very syrupy. And so sometimes you can, like, overcompensate by just putting more alcohol in, which I'm not totally mad about. But It's fair. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So we we were I got I got yelled at. Our friend uh, Tony from the Wine Garden in Sinclair Shores. He's uh, he's our he's our mentor, and he's uh, he's like Jamie. He goes, "You got to get in here. I need to fix you." No, he didn't say that. He said, "No, <laughs> stop that. You're stop. ruining it." <laughs> so I went in and I talked to Tony, and he he talked he and I talked for moots, and he said uh, he goes, "This is your next step. This is where you got to go next." He goes, uh, "And you'll enjoy it." But what he he prompted me to do, he said, "You take this home." He goes and pour them and pour them straight mm-hmm. and try them and see what they taste like because the because of the cheaper vermouths some of them aren't even you know they're they're synthetics they're not even made from grapes uh, yeah. i don't believe that's the case with the gallo i believe the gallo is actually grapes but there's other ones other inexpensive ones that are, are synthetic and they will like you ladies like you said it's going to ruin it's going to ruin your cocktail mm-hmm. yeah yeah what's your go-to uh uh, Abby, because you, you, you're the first one to speak up. What's what's your go-to on the on the on the vermouth? I'm a big fan of the Carpano Antica sweet vermouth. Um, that's usually like if I I'm not a Manhattan kind of person, but if I do get that one, it has to be that sweet vermouth. Because hmm. the other ones just make it taste like licorice, and that's just like not my style. Sure. So I we picked up the what is that the Doolin Matt? What do I got that in front of me there? That was good. No, yeah, yeah, you have the Dolan, the Dolan. Rouge Dolan, and of course the, the other ga- one, the Gallo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Matt, Matt looked yeah. up a little bit about the 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 Dolan um, distillery. Is it a distillery or winery? It's a winery because this is a a, 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 a vine based. Dolan is actually the very last independent company still producing. The, All right, I'm gonna pour. Yeah, you drinks pour of drinks. these and tell me about tell me about Dolan. Yeah, so Dolan, and I have a little bit of history here, but the history of the Dolan goes all the way back to 19, uh, I think it was 1932? No, 1815, I'm sorry. All the way back to 1815. Uh, Joseph Chavaze. <laughs> I think that's how I pronounced it, right? Chavaze? Uh, Chavaze. <laughs> uh, first created the distillery in, in the region itself. And, the, and it's in the Francis Savoy region is where mm-hmm. the Dolan Vermouth is uh, created. And then uh, it was sold in 1932. But here's the thing: it's the last. Jamie's going to be pouring drinks. I'm kind of excited. Um, it's still it's still the last independent hey, company. Join you. Yeah, still producing the uh, still producing its own uh, vermouth at this point in time. So, but there's so help me understand what you know about you know vermouth, Manhattan's Negronis. There, there's a lot of talk about Negronis right now with vermouth and and having an vermouth in a Negroni. What is a, mm-hmm. and again, novice, self-proclaimed, um, what is a Negroni? What goes in a Negroni itself? It's uh, gin, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's, I know Campari. Okay. Um, yeah, gin, vermouth, Campari. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we'll the, say this. All right. My knowledge of, of 
um, Negronis extends as far as Parsons Chicken in Chicago. Okay. Because we have frozen Negronis, and yeah. it is one of the very few gin drinks that I will have. And Abby's not a, you're not a huge gin drinker. In it general, has to be like so. the right kind of blend for me. No, we've talked about gin in the past, and we actually had on our 100th, we had, yeah. High, mm-hmm. we, had we had the Heichler Castle uh, gin with uh, oh. Mr. Adam Von Gutkin on, oh the, on the line with us. We need to try that. We oh. need to yeah. find it in St. Louis, yeah. for oh. sure. It is, and I have never been a big gin guy until I tried that. Oh, and totally, the, yeah. So, okay. And I would always put, you know, gin, tonic. No, I was drinking the gin straight. No ice, no nothing. It was just, it was oh. so good. What? That's good stuff. Yes, it was, and it still is. All right, so Matt, what you have there, the frosted one, yes, is going to be the Doolin. Okay. Uh, and the other one is the uh, Gallo. The Gallo, okay. And so we were, and what uh, Tony challenged me at the wine garden, yes. it's uh, to try them both straight. Because he said that people, uh, you know, more European folks will take the vermouth, the quality, nice vermouth, mm-hmm. uh, and just pour them over uh, ice and enjoy them just by themselves as right. an aperitif. Yeah. Um, I have no idea what an aperitif is. Uh, I'm amazed. <laughs> it's like I, a digestif. It's like, uh, <laughs> like an after dinner sip. Yeah. Okay. Oh, fair okay. Bit. It's like right. after a nice Italian dinner, you sit down uh, with a little. It's bit. like a grappa almost. Yeah. Right. Right. Fair right. Enough. So um, I, I I'm smelling these, Matt. What are you smelling um, out of giving these a, both a, a, a whiff before you taste it? All right. So the Gallo is in the uh, clear one, right? Correct. All right. So the Gallo. It's not very strong. It doesn't have a really strong nose on it. It actually sounds a little sour to me compared to... The, the Dolan's got a more of a, of a fruity type feel, uh, smell to it yeah. on the nose. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's, just, this is a little more sour and this is uh, the, one, the other ones are a little more wine-like. Correct. Is, is what, I'm, what I'm getting on, on these. Yeah, it's still, I, I still like the smell. Don't get me wrong. All right. I don't know which one to taste first. Uh, do the Gallo first. I'm going to do the Gallo first. Because, right. you know, why as well go cheap first and then yeah. uh, bring on the good stuff. Yeah, you got to start on the low end and work your way up. Because <laughs> these come in at like 16... Um, 16% alcohol. 16%, 16.5. Ooh, okay. Yeah. All right, so I'm getting grape. I'm getting a lot of yep. grape, a grape juice out of that. Grape, but there's a sour grape. Very, yeah. Yep. Mm. So it's people a little, talk, yep. People were talking about little chocolate notes and what have you. I'm not getting any chocolate out of this at all. There's other flavors in there, yeah. It's more than just grape. It's a little sour, and there's a little more. I than just, just want to add some bourbon to it. Can I? Do that? I know, I know. <laughs> well, I want to mix. I'm because we're going to mix two cocktails. We're going to mix two uh, yes. batches of Van Antens here. One, one with the Gallo, and one with the Dillon. We're going to be trashed. <laughs> I love that. Welcome, Please tell me you're Ubering home. Welcome to the man cave. Yeah, no, we, I'm making small ones, and we're splitting them. <laughs> uh, it's a school night after all, Jamie. Oh, it is. It is. Yes. I'm almost. I'm almost done with. Lena just went and raided her so we can be sipping along with y'all oh my yeah. god i love it i love it Thank i love you. it so we're we already not... have cocktails but we'll catch up with the rest yeah we're not drinking alone jamie all right yeah, this is the right. vermouth i have i don't even know what is that bravada bravada you said yeah right. oh Let's and that's that upper 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 whatever people are pouring that in miller lights oh the, the vermouth or no. the upper the uh, yeah the uh the, uh, the thing with the a the what is it aperol aperol no. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, that's like a big trend now in in Detroit. Here is people are pouring that in, uh, like your Bud in Lights. Your yeah, really, yeah, a yeah. shot, just a shot of it in, shot of it in your bottle of beer. She had that in. Uh, that is what I had at Hazel's at in Hazel's. Birmingham. Ah, oh my see, like, that's terrible. Ah. But I loved it. <laughs> you didn't like it because I. No, it was amazing. Oh, was amazing. okay, fair play. We'll try this. No, this bravada is a sweet vermouth. So we'll try sweet I have sweet vermouth with you. I actually don't like vermouth, so this is the only thing I had downstairs. That's fair. Bravada uh, with a bravada with a B? No R. R I V A T A. Rivada. Okay. Rivada. I'm trying to see if I can't find anything on So that. yeah, I mean I remember growing up and there being a bottle of vermouth uh, in my house and it was there for sixteen years. Uh, you know, and my parents never. <laughs> Elena's making a scrunchy face. Yeah, that's like no go. Uh, that's why it's a mixer. Um, but only for a very shorter period, not sixteen years. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I, you, know, you know that bottle. It's like so. My parents had it, and never, never utilized All it. Right. right? Yeah, and the yeah, same yeah. thing. With, there was a bottle of bitters in my house, uh, and they never, they never utilized it. My dad was just a beer guy. He would drink. He would drink a beer. Uh, he would drink scotch on the rocks, and that was it. So he kept right. it. He kept it simple. 
Okay. J and B Scotch, right? Yeah, we, we had a couple episodes back. Um, I was what? down. I was down in Florida uh, recently, and my mom was like, "You got to clear out my my mom's ninety. She's not throwing any more parties." And so she's <laughs> like, "She's like, clear, help me clean out these shelves. There's all this liquor, and and then there was like some really old wines. And we were going through expired, expired, and we were throwing <laughs> things out. And then, uh, but there was a, a couple of bottles uh, of booze. There was some Jack Daniels, and uh, then there was a bottle of J and B Scotch. And my dad ah. would always drink J and B Scotch, and so. That was one of the last bottles of J&B Scotch my you dad sh- bought. And you shared that with me. And I, I brought it home. You and uh, Yeah, I shared it with Matt the other day. Yes. So, um, <laughs> anyhow. I love it- that. That's so cute. Elena just made a comment about the vermouth we have. Yeah, I was like, it smells like old wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the thing. Vermouth that that is gallo a, yeah. smells a little, like I said, a little sour. Like it's almost yeah. old. But it's not. It's a, it's a fresh bottle. Not, I just sipped it a little bit. It's actually not as bad as I thought it was going to be. No. <laughs> See, I... Go what on. is that taste that you get with old wine? Like you go to a restaurant, you get wine, and it like oh, it turned a little. Yeah, it turned. It's like soury and yeah. fermented almost. All right, so, not that bad. A so, oxidized. So I, I just tasted the 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 uh, Dolan, as did I. What what was your impression? And I have never drank, tasted vermouth all by itself. Yes. I can see I can see myself sipping on this. Pour this pour this over, over the, rocks. Over the rocks and just sip on it. Oh yeah. Absolutely. At, at, yeah, for sure. This is this is it's a, it's very sweet. It's a very light. Yeah. And uh, which one are you sipping on? That's the Dolan uh, the Dolan Rouge. The yeah. Dolan Rouge. Okay. I I actually said that I don't like vermouth, but I think I haven't tried it alone in a very long well, and I in all fairness, I think I tried Martini Rossi and I tried it like Martini side of things a very long time ago and i don't like dry vermouth but this actually isn't that bad yeah it's i almost uh it's almost there's almost a sweet almost butter in it uh for me on this particular one i like that james from uh wow that's crazy podcast chimed in and so did wayne thanks guys coming by wow that's crazy yeah wayne said that's where vinegar comes from yeah Yeah. that's i I think i think that bottle of gallo is gonna sit on my shelf till it turns the vinegar now (laughs) but a lot of folks will use the the dolan actually for cooking oh okay they'll actually use that in their cooking recipes right right a little dip here and a big dip here (laughs) dan Aykroyd doing julia childs you got it all right (laughs) um so let's make uh, uh, a Manhattan. Mm. Let's, because uh, I want to do a batch with each and see, see how it turns Oof. out uh, after doing a batch. Uh, I don't, with, I don't want to touch one. the. Ga- I have a bottle of gal of. Uh, I have a bottle of gallo at home. Right, right. We're gonna auction that off at the next man cave event. <laughs> Slightly used. <laughs> That's that doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like my slightly used alcohol? <laughs> you don't want anything slightly used from the man cave. I'm telling you. Right uh, now. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, all right, so. Yeah, no. Um, all right, what am I doing? You get nice first, right? So when you make a Manhattan, but the both of you, how do you make your Manhattan? Do you do bitters first, or do you mix it at first and then pour it into your uh, glass? Help me walk me through how you make your Manhattan. You put the, I, I think I would put the whiskey, the vermouth, and then stir, or no, and the bitters, and I'd probably stir it mm-hmm. all together. And then pour it over ice on top of that. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. if you don't have a strainer, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It works. I've got a long straw, so sometimes we just do it. <laughs> stir it around a little bit. Yeah, so you're getting the back view. You know, Jamie's making drinks right here. No, no, they're they're got that. I turn that camera on. Oh, you turn that camera on. Look so at that. Can, they can watch me. Oh, they. The magic is it happens. <laughs> uh, I know. It's, oh, it's been on my to do to get one of like a really fancy like crystal glassware and I a just strainer. Found some on Amazon. Okay, mm-hmm. need, to, need to get the yeah. link because I just bought like a second bar. You, yeah, this is this is where we're at, and we're like we're upgrading our bar shelves and doubling them. So, <laughs> ooh, gotta have storage somehow. <laughs> so Jamie is using bullet bourbon for the Manhattan that he's pouring right now. I just wanted something middle you, of the road, yeah. just simple. It's not gonna be too overwhelming, so we can let the let the vermouth, you know, join the party. Right. Do you? Uh, I'm sure you both know the history of bullet bourbon at all. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know 
how the uh, one, one, one of the founder or the founder of Bullet Bourbon he uh, disappeared. What? We don't know this part of it. No, it was like the, like, the gentleman that owns Bullet Bourbon now, I think it was his great-great-great-grandfather, and he disappeared under some very odd circumstances, so the recipe was almost lost way back in the day, in cow, back in the cowboy days, uh, because he was, on a, uh, he was on a coach and disappeared. And the recipe almost disappeared with him. What well, seems odd? It 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 is odd, and I and I when we uh, did bullet before, I read that, and I was thoroughly surprised that they were able to salvage the recipe of bullet bourbon itself. Huh. It's like they hired um the Ghostbusters for this. It <laughs> 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 disappeared, and they couldn't find the recipe. <laughs> Jamie's an amazing bartender. See, he's he's already got two two made. He's quick. So how long does it take you to make a Manhattan? Because it takes me forever. I'm like that guy that's pouring things in. So how many ounces here? How many ounces there? How long does it take you to do a make a make a drink, a Manhattan? Oh God, like, not that long. No, like we we make cocktails often. Right. I mean, I think stirring. I mean, stirring it. What are you supposed to stir? Ninety like, seconds or something? Is it? I, don't know. I thought it was like I think it's 15, fifteen to thirty. Seconds. Uh, I'm, I'm never patient enough a to count. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you stir until you're happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm super slow, so I'm just stirring. I'm like, okay, that looks good. I think, I guess. Twenty stirs. Twenty stirs. Good. Are we doing the uh, Luxaros yeah, as well? Yeah. All right. I would 100% lose track of stirs. Yeah, I'd be like 18, 26, 13. I would not be able to count. You hear that, right? <laughs> All right. Looks are all cherry. Yeah, we we had never used because um, we knew we were uh, doing bitters and mixers today. Mm -hmm. We uh, have never used the tiki bitters before, and it was yes. a, it was an interesting experience. Um, I looked at a recipe for tiki bitters. Okay. It's um. They, it tasted like chocolate. It was very mm -hmm. strange. Hmm. Yeah. It was supposed to do Grand Mar instead of Contra. Uh, well, no, I ended up using the co coffee liqueur instead of the Contra. Mm -hmm. Um. Oh, and I think between we tried the bitters by themselves, and they. I was expecting like cinnamon chocolate. Yeah, I was huh. expecting that's like a coconutty floral, and it was. You shouldn't have if you had read the label. Oh. Cinnamon and allspice. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's a face to read. <laughs> if you had he said, if you had read the label, <laughs> well, I hadn't read it either. I'm like, why does this cocktail taste like chocolate? Fix it. I don't want it. <laughs> I know. I was like, it's not the best thing I've made. And she's like, all right, we'll put more alcohol in it. And I was like, that's yeah, usually the fix. There's the answer. Put more alcohol in it. All right, <laughs> so we got uh, we got two Manhattans made. Mm -hmm. One with the Gallo. Which would be this glass and the stripy glass, yep. and then uh, in the mod squad glass, mm -hmm. we got the uh, mod squad. We got we got the uh, duelant. All right, so All right. are you getting a different nose on them? Did you ladies pour a cocktail? Um, yeah, yeah, we're doing our tiki bitters one first. Yeah, tiki, so it's tiki bitters. Yep. Yeah, so that's why it we tastes did. like chocolate. Fix this. Nice. <laughs> yes. 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 We did not, what was it, the minor case? Yeah, we did a minor case, rye, um, and a, a Jay Rieger Cafe Amaro. Yeah, Jay wow. Rieger Cafe Amaro. Um, I'm local going to Missouri. <laughs> it's a busy drink, but it's good. Yeah, and the tiki bitters, what else did I put? Oh, pineapple juice, lemon, and lemon. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I don't know if I'm just like, Subject to to suggestion, yes, but are. I smell a different nose on these two. I'm, get, I'm getting more orange out of the gallo. Oh, you I, know, you know why that is? No, because I didn't put bitters in the second one. Oh. <laughs> that will do it. Hey, my nose is working. Look, making cocktails can get very complicated if you're not careful. Yep. So how many, uh, how much uh, bitters do you put in yours? Because our, our good friend Tara. Um, she mm -hmm. actually overdoes a little bit. She puts a couple extra spritzes of uh, the bitters in hers. So what are you, three or four shakes, or are you seven or eight? Mine's mood-driven, but I love a good bitter-forward yeah. cocktail. So do I. I. It depends on the bitter, uh, as we just learned. The cheese <laughs> won't be putting as much of those in. But um, 
when I put like peach bitters, cherry bitters, any store of shards, I like I like a little bit like four, five, six. Okay. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, that was one of the things. Yeah, the, well, most recipe calls call for three dashes, uh, mm-hmm. and Terry usually goes five or six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that feels right. Yeah, and and I, I usually go I usually go about four or five. Yeah, uh, and I went I went um, four on these. Yes. All right. So the the ga- the, the Gallo Manhattan. Yeah. It's tasty. It tastes like a Manhattan. Yeah. All right. What do you like about it? It's fr- it's kind of it's kind of refreshing. The Manhattan for me is a refreshing type cocktail. Okay. For, for me, that's that's just me, uh, and I'll, I'll sit down with a Manhattan at any point in time. I have to be careful with them though because they'll get away from me. Because next thing you know, mm-hmm. you're at home, you're three or four Manhattans in, and the world starts to spin, right? <laughs> and then three oh, or four. Things are not. But you're at home. Um, the but just to me on the nose the 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 the, the other one the the, the, the dual and smells fresher. Oh, fresher! What do you mean? That. Just like more enjoyable or more like less stale grapey? I, I think the stale comes through on the pour. Yeah, yeah. I think it does. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it's yeah. It smells fresher and it, it tastes it tastes cleaner. Uh, it's a it's a, a crisper it's a crisper taste. You're not wrong. You are not wrong. That. <laughs> I know. Marry me. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're doing great. Too soon. Too soon. All right. Fair play. Um, yeah. As I, I brought a, I brought a dump glass, and I was like bringing. I brought Matt's like, oh, should I go down and get some plastic cups? I'm like, no. I brought glassware into the studio <laughs> um, to do this because it's just better when you do it in glass. You know, doing it in plastic, it's like, eh, you know. It's like kissing your sister. Yeah. Why, what's the point? So it's like, but I brought a dump glass and, and Matt's like, dump. He goes, when do you ever dump a cocktail? I'm like, yeah, right. What yeah. was I? <laughs> what you actually, thinking? you're right. What was I? I don't dump cocktails. Yeah. This is not like a San Francisco awards tasting Why event. It's, it's, no. <laughs> we have a rule in this house. And by this house, I mean Elena's or mine. We do not waste alcohol. Mm-mm. So you yeah. got to do it right or you drink it anyway. That's why I made, I made. I made. I only made two, but I, I have them both for us. Is, is so. These are still yeah. healthy pours. It's uh, yeah. It's it's like it's like yeah. two. It's like those are healthy. Oh, pours. Nice. You just oh, need to. Yeah. yeah, they're definitely. If you had a bad week, you won't in another hour. So. <laughs> so, but here's here's the thing, right? How is a shot glass like two ounces or one? That's two ounces. A shot glass is like two ounces. Right? Usually, yeah, it depends that's on the shot ounces. glass. That's about that's about two ounces. Have you ever seen the trick when they like flip it over, like, and then it all? No. Okay. What are you talking about? I, I've seen her watch too many TikToks. <laughs> what I what I use for for mixing the cocktails is because uh, the shaker. Matt, hold up the shaker oh. and the the little cap, right? The little cap for the shaker is down there somewhere, and it, oh, yeah. it's it's like a that's like a one ounce. It's like half of a shot glass. So I use that when I make my drinks. So I it's uh, I did usually a Manhattan is two to one so it's two of the bourbon one uh, of the vermouth huh uh, and then so yeah so nor you know so it's like yeah so it's I do two two shots of that and then one shot of the vermouth because it's like two to one and so that's I use that as my my measure really even when I'm not using the shaker I just that's on the that's on the sink so I just always use it because you're crafty you're yeah. always down you're so crafty. this is only um, what six the, ounces the six ounces total. World. Yeah, that's not. It's about six ounces a piece. It's not three ounces a piece. Three ounces a piece. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that's just my eyesight. Yeah, it looks like and ice. There's ice oh. in there. All right. Doon 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 doon. No, no, Stop it's, it. it's totally different. Stop that. It's doon 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 doon. So it's different. <laughs> All right. Sorry. It's uh, we're '80s, '90s kids, and that's been. All I, I mean, uh, so are we. Yeah. It's okay. oh, fair play. All right. I, so I, I just I love I love Vanilla Ice right. trying to defend that shit. No, no, mine's totally different. <laughs> I know, like, the first 30 words of that song. <laughs> All right, yeah, don't get me started, because I am a white boy. Stop. Yeah, we won't go out and drink anything. It's like, we'll save that to the end. Yeah. We'll save it. And, I'm, <laughs> and I, I am a white boy, and I will, I will confess, I actually owned the cassette. That's how old I am, because I owned the cassette. The cassingle? The cassingle. No, the cassette. The oh, entire the whole, damn album. You had the album. And I was blurred. You were committed. I, I was blurred oh. that shit down in Virginia. 
And wow. at one point in Virginia, I kind of looked at was it. Was there more than one song? On no, it? there there was, unfortunately. And I looked, I kind of looked around, and people were kind of looking at me. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> and I haven't really listened to the song since. But I still remember every freaking word oh, yeah. to that damn song. That will do it. There you go. Damn. You ever got like a cassette stuck in your cassette player and then it won't come out and then that's like the whole that's what you watch like listen to. Back in my day. Oh my god, what were you was what were you stuck what were you stuck on? Um I've had well I I had a LeBaron Virgil who had a cassette player but we took it out and put a CD player into it. Mm-hmm. Um and I think Beastie Boys got stuck. <laughs> so I can sing everything of Brass Monkey for you if you want to save that for later on in the evening. But that's okay. It's the Beastie that's, Boys. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's acceptable. Fine. Yeah, right. Yeah. It is a good way to jam out. It wasn't like your Ricky Martin greatest hits or something. That and so in my in my convertible there was three CDs. It was Red Hot Chili Peppers, which by the way, great show. I finally got to go see them like oh. Five or six years ago in uh, Iowa, I was like randomly at a work event in Iowa, and I thought I hyped everybody up. Like I was with a bunch of guys. I worked with like ten men that were twenty to thirty years older than me, and I was like, I, I got them hyped up. I was like, we're gonna go to a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert, and we're gonna make work pay for it. Woo! And then I got to the bar. They were like, I'm good. <laughs> so I went by myself. I was like, fuck, fuck it, I'm going. I'm going, so I had a great time. Uh, uh, Anthony and Flea, they put on a good show. That's it, you know? man. All right, I'm going to name drop Small right, World go for like it. crazy. Go so for Red Hot Chili Peppers, Chad Smith. Yes. Right, so Chad the, Smith. The drummer. Uh, the drummer. Right. Yes. Um, he's, he's He came from Detroit. So uh, he came he came through Detroit. He was here, and he was in a band called Toby Red um, yes, for years and years. And it's so weird. It's You guys bring up Chili Peppers because we, we see him, you know, I don't know him. It's when I talk to him, I have to explain to him who I am. Mm-hmm. Now, my wife, <laughs> she knows Chad really well. Um, anyway, uh, and like all the guys that I hang out with, they were all in a band that used to open for Chad. I'm like, yeah, I hung out with the Penguin guys. He's like, oh, my God, cool. Good to see you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he'll remember me, but I, gotta, I have to explain who I am to him. And then he goes, oh, yeah, good to see you. Uh, but so anyway, so I teach high school. And one of my kids is uh was a it was a drummer all right he's been drumming since he was like three he's like a phenom uh oh, he, he's not well he's now on tour with uh ted nugent uh he's ted nugent's yeah. drummer and ted nugent isn't playing right now because ted nugent is about 97 years old uh no he's not with he's COVID. like he's like, no he's like seven ted nugent's like 70 yeah with uh, covid yeah and he got covid yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh no first thing that yeah 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 but anyway so he's kind of like not on the road so this summer Jason, uh, my kid, he's uh, he's he's touring with Sponge, uh, the band from with the nineties. Yeah, so he's he's touring. They got they got like ten dates, you know, not a ton of dates, but he's playing with Sponge, and he's got another one. He said he didn't tell me what it is yet. He's like he's like, oh, I got another, but he can't say because it's the contract and the right, schedule isn't right, out yet. Right. So he's gonna be with another band. He's played with Mitch Ryder too. Whenever Mitch Ryder comes, he plays with Mitch Ryder with and, the blue uh, dress, oh. devil yeah, with yeah, the blue yeah. dress, blue dress on. So anyway, so name dropping, but the connection between Jason and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, Chad was in a band here in Detroit called uh, Toby Red, right? Um, and Toby Red, uh, they, you know, I was a massive, I'm a total junkie for the Toby Red. And uh, Jason and his dad have a little quasi record label, and they re-release like these Detroit releases. Uh, and the band Sweet, they did Sweet's record. They re-released that, and they were releasing Toby Red's In the Light. And Jason sent me a, a link to the the files today to listen to it. Oh, and I just that I was just like, happened today. Today, yeah. Wow. So he's like, okay. I was like blowing up my car radio on the way here, uh, <laughs> just because yeah, because I was listening to Chad's former band. Anyway, all right. So name dropping, Small World. Uh, if Sponge comes to town this summer, you guys, it's uh, Mike. Just go, hey, Jason. <laughs> I'll get you guys hooked up with Sponge. You don't want to be hooked up with Sponge. No. That well, you... was off of my concert list, actually. Yes. So. Rose Sponge? No, I, I'm just kidding. Oh, fair point. Because I can make that. We had Vinny. Vinny was on the Man Cave with us before. I mean, I. Oh, wow. That was so perfect. Wow. I need. I was like, really? You want to hear them? It got really hot in here. No. Also. No, I thought I thought she was like, I, was, I, I didn't know you are goofing because I, mean, I was like. I, in all honesty, I'm, I was just telling the story the other day. I was like, I go to music festivals now. Like, you know, like I'm like that the Pinterest chick on the Coachella festival is like, this is who I am, essentially. Yeah. Who I identify with. Um, right. But my my parents always would tell us, so my parents 
huge concert. Like, actually, it was really, really lucky growing up. So my brother was into electronic music, like 90s electronic. Like, like Wink and, uh, and all that fun stuff, yes. Chemical yeah, Brothers, my, Prodigy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. And my, my sister was into more, like, Alanis Morissette and the, you know, like, uh, Jewel, the feel good, sad, cry, watching puppy commercials. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that and, ironic? Uh, <laughs> well done, well done. And then my dad was more into Pink Floyd and Journey, and my mom was super into, like, Phoebe. My, my dad and mom both like, like, the rock and also, like, jazz, a lot of B.B. King and all that. So I was, I went... I mean, as a child, I was went to the first like point fest that wherever which Beastie Boys was at, and I mean, we went to like BB King, Yanni. I think I I may have gone to like a Pink Floyd concert before. I mean, like, Daddy, what's that smell? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "You were the kid on the lawn." She's like, "You're two years old, like barely able to, you know, you're walking around, barely talk," and I'm like dancing on the lawn like a hippie. So. That's like, that's, that's what it stuck. It, it, it stuck. It stuck. Some things do not change from childhood. <laughs> uh, oh, Frater Maley's checking in. There you go. Um, so Father Flanagan. Yeah, yes. that's it. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's it. Uh, uh, so, but uh, you got you mentioned Alanis Morissette. She she was supposed to have a tour mm-hmm. uh, with Garbage and Liz Fair. Yes, um, that was amazing. I would I, totally go that. to that. I'm, it's it's rescheduled, so they're still coming. Mm-hmm. It's like I, I, Liz Fair. I've had a crush on Liz Fair, <laughs> Exile and Guyville. Since then, man, forget yeah. about it. Every, you know, since the announcement in Michigan, you know, July one is when the world is supposed to open up. For, right, for right. Michigan. I'm dying for concerts. There, yeah. There's so many events, so many concert events mm-hmm. that are, that are happening, being introduced to everybody, and it's everyone's going to go broke over the summertime because they're going to so many concerts. Bring it on. So (laughs) I I just went to uh, a festival in Tampa um, that Mm -hmm. I don't even, I'll have to see how many people were there. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was, it was a lot like not a small amount. Um, A lot. Let me see what it says. Um, But yeah, I, it was wild being back around people again, Mm -hmm. but um Mm-hmm. It was great. Like I actually was a little like uh, embarrassed, maybe, because I didn't want to tell people like that I was going to a fa- like a festival, you have, like a little COVID shame. <laughs> yeah, COVID shame for sure. Like I didn't want people yeah. to know. They're like, "Oh, what are you going to Tampa for?" I was like, "Oh, for like a show." <laughs> wow, like a it's show. not a music festival where hundreds of thousands of people no. are going to be watching. Yes, yeah, like fifty thousand of my non-closest friends. <laughs> She's going to Burning Man. She's got the Thor helmet on with the antlers. She's going. Lights, the glitter, the everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had. Oh, so I had so much glitter in my hair that when I went to my hairdresser a week later, um, she goes, what is that? She goes, what is in your, why do you have glitter in your hair? And I was like. What had what had happened was. I went to a festival. Funny thing happened on the way to the concert. Yeah. <laughs> I stole this package off of a porch. It was a glitter bomb. I don't know. All right. <laughs> so one of your most memorable concert going experiences, we all have stories. Ooh. What is one of your most memorable concert going experiences, festival experience? Oh, um, for first. me, it, yes. this is sort of embarrassing to admit, but it was in college and it was Jason Raz. Hmm. Which is, you know, he was like semi popular <laughs> for a while. Um, I think he still makes music. Does he? I, no, couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. So didn't he date uh, Taylor Swift at one point in time? Yeah, Ooh, I, I'm not John Mayer. Yeah. John Mayer. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm who sorry. didn't? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so well, me. So but. Yeah, right. Has was in town, and I was at Mizzou, so it's Columbia, Missouri, and. We were walking to his concert, and the concert hall in Columbia, Missouri is probably like 5,000 people. It's not very large. And so we're walking down the street, and we pass a Starbucks, and this guy's just sitting in front of Starbucks on the sidewalk. And I'm like, oh, my God, I want a picture. Sit on his lap, totally uninvited, and walk down for a photo. And then I get very embarrassed after the photo, like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. So I, like, get up and run away. Okay. 
Cue, like, two hours later, he gets on stage, and I'm wearing, like, white and bright turquoise. Like, I stick out in a crowd. Like, <laughs> and so he starts playing this song, and all of a sudden, I just, like, stick my hand in the air, and I wave at him. Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to notice. This guy waves back <laughs> in the middle of a song, and I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's amazing. Like, it wasn't that great. He's not that awesome. Like, I'm sure he's still a fantastic musician, but I was like, this is cool. <laughs> Abby, I love that. This that's great. That. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> and okay. then I went back to being an accountant. <laughs> right. Back to reality. All right. Business attire. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, I'm not sure if I'm gonna be able to beat that story. Um, but <laughs> anything can beat that story. <laughs> I, I I've gone to so many concerts and shows. I can't even begin to express like which I, I can tell from different you know parts of what I enjoy. So I do remember when I was a kid because my parents used to take me to like Point Fest and um, what was the other one that was like punk rock. Um, that are Lollapalooza. Um, I've been to Lollapalooza, which was absolutely... no. I think it was local. Yeah, yeah. Oh, St. Louis local. It may have been Point Fest. All right, Point Fest. And what was the other? Oh, yeah. I don't know. So, um, yeah, no, I've been to Lollapalooza. That was just a bunch of eighteen-year-olds on drugs in Chicago, and they were like <laughs> out, like about to die, and like. 90 degrees Chicago weather in mm-hmm. August. It was absolutely terrible. God, I was like, your tolerance before you do that, kid. I was like, Abs- never again. Never again. Um, this is but, your brain. Uh, this is your <laughs> But, uh, no, I was, I don't even know how old I was, but we got close. Even as a child, I wanted to get close to the stage. So this has not changed. Um, although oh. the older I get, the more I'm like, too many people. It's very <laughs> I may have to soon so i can't get too close to the stage i have to pee soon i'm the i'm in the same state actually <laughs> i don't know how people get like on so like i go to headbanger shows like and i people i've been in mosh pits before i've been like i've done the whole thing like i've done all of it gotten my ass kicked yeah oh <laughs> and i i'm here i'm like here for it though because i'm like i'm trying to be like you know i'm not a small human being so i'm like trying to be like a tank sometimes when we get into the mosh pit that was like i overcommitted i overcommitted <laughs> front and i can't even i'll have to phone i'll have to phone my mom and ask her but like you get up to the front and this guy's playing the drums and i'm like amazed by him and i'm like this small dimpled child like super cute and i get up close and i'm like waving and getting all excited I'm probably dancing and he like finishes the set and hands me the drumsticks oh, and- oh, nice. <laughs> oh hell yeah Game and over. my mom's like of course oh and- yeah as a child, like you were just, you know, this is just you in a nutshell. <laughs> and, um, yeah, that and I didn't know much. I've gone to uh, two other festivals. So Memphis in May, I absolutely love. Oh, yeah. I, I just love like they have hip hop, EDM, blues, like they have everything there. That's like one of my and they have different stages on the riverfront. Oh. I I Memphis is closed. We have to so go this yeah. next year. Yeah, we should. Yeah, it's in May. Oh, well, obviously, Memphis. But <laughs> 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 woo! <laughs> it's been a long day, it's guys. It's been a long day. Those tiki betters. No, no. It's so the, Matt, it's the chocolate. Matt, Matt, what's your uh, what's your favorite concert experience? All right. So being a big electronic guy as I am, okay. You know, Prodigy, way back in the '90s, their Ooh. album "Fat of the Land." Way back in the day. <laughs> way back in the day, I got. <laughs> So, you know, here in downtown, you know, it it was called the State Theater. It's now called the Fillmore. And Prodigy was in town. And my buddy Aaron and I, we actually got to go and see Prodigy because we were actually dating a couple of young ladies that got tickets for us and we were having a good time. So we get to the concert and we're actually on the mezzanine right on the main bar overlooking the stage nice and that's my spot yeah that that's always the spot but right above you you can actually touch the ceiling yeah. just by putting your hand up and that's where the second level is so yeah. when prodigy came out <laughs> with firestarter um the entire building started to shake and we can actually see the 
second level bounce oh up God. and down. What? Oh no. Oh, yeah. uh, it was uh, the place was just out of control rocket. It was so much fun. Yeah. The most the one's concert that I had been to and I was the most scared at yeah. because of the testosterone level that <laughs> increased was at Cobo Hall. Testosterone. The testosterone's already kicked in. Yeah, yeah. Was rage against the machine. Oh yeah. And, oh, that's on my list. That is on my top of my list. Walking down the stairs to go backstage. We never made it backstage because everyone rushed the main floor. Ah. And that's when they came out and the place just exploded. And I was afraid for my life. Oh. I'm fighting just to get out up the stairs to get out of the damn building so yeah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it was chaos we because i we used to dj a, a alternative rock club here in the city mm-hmm. and uh when that album came out and we play that and the bouncers would be like you guys mother- give us a break man just <laughs> at, don't nothing after the place up and slow after this because we're dying out here uh you people play- were just nuts for that when yeah. it came out it was just it was frantic it was breathe and yeah. um smack my bitch up those were the oh. two bigger songs <laughs> and the bouncers the bouncers were coming to the guys come on come on <laughs> we're short a guy tonight <laughs> keep it because I mean, the club we did, they would let you know the kid, the guys mosh on the floor. And yeah. It's just uh, it was great. It was but uh, what about so yours, Jamie? Your I, well, I got two, and now I got three that you mentioned the the bouncy floor because right. it was uh, Nine Inch Nails was opening for Peter Murphy. Oh. Because um, wow. it was like they they played. It was the second time they were in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time they played St Andrews Hall by themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, the Shelter M M&M, and M right. Uh, right. The, the main floor is St Andrews Hall. Mm-hmm. Three with, floors uh, of fun. That's it. Yep. And uh, <laughs> so they did that. The second show they did was opening for. Peter Murphy at this place called the Latin Quarter, which is now a parking lot. It's gone. It is. <laughs> uh, but uh, it was an old building, and the, the the place was just sad. It was just crazy. The balcony was just bouncing. It was just it was it was scary <laughs> as hell. Uh, but that's why the bouncy floor thing was that when Nine Inch Nails hit this stage. But uh, to so the first Lollapalooza, I went to the first Lollapalooza tour, the mudslinging um, one. And that's where that all those shenanigans kind of started. Yeah. Um, it wasn't planned. It wasn't a thing. It just kind of happened. Right, right. Uh, and it was kind of funny and kind of interesting. And then and then subsequent Lollapaloozas, they tried to outdo it. Yeah. And it yeah. just it, it became this shit show that you guys were talking that's about. That's like bare-naked lady shows. Yeah. Not good. But the first one was great. It was, it was amazing, you know. I mean, it was a shit show, but it was controlled, I guess. I don't know. The fires on the hill were controlled, I guess. I don't know. We could sit here and compete for an hour and a half at to plus four days around. No, but I got another one. So that's that's yeah. one. And the, my other uh, show to end all shows uh, was, uh, it's, and, and it's, it's it's boring to most people. Uh, the guy's name is Christy Moore. Uh, he's an Irish he's a troubadour singer. Um, it, it, his 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 music. Uh, it, it's, it's one of his songs is. Uh, is listed as a poem in uh, Norton's anthology uh, of poetry, uh, Irish poetry. Uh, he's got included like uh, about ten years ago. They included his I didn't his know song. That. Yeah, yeah. I like, uh, I and love the Christian song that yeah. they picked. And here's the thing: the song that they picked to put in there of his as a poem uh, is a song called Listuvarna. Uh, and Listuvarna is a, a, a city in in Ireland. And every summer, there's a big music festival in Lisdoon, oh. uh, Lisdoon Varna. And he wrote a song. And the song is all about the, the, the people. And, and, and it mentions it in name drops like me. It name drops <laughs> like, like a son of a bitch uh, through it. Uh, but, but it's just all about the festival. So I was in Ireland. Um, and, and we were there for two weeks with my family. And like nobody else in my family gives a crap about it except my sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he was playing. And he was playing in Lisdoon. And I'm like, really? Seal, we're going. Yeah. So she and I got tickets, and we left the family. We're like, all right. We were there with 12 people. Never traveled okay. with 12 people. <laughs> what the? Okay. And then you go into Ireland, and like, can we get a table for 12? And they're like, fuck you. <laughs> you know? No. And I'm like, fuck you, people. Why are you asking for a table for 12? Can we just? Can we all just sit someplace, please? So anyway, it was a, it was a nightmare. But my sister and I split, and uh, so I got to see Christy Moore. Playing in Listoon, mm-hmm. and he closed the show with Listoon Varna. That's beautiful. Uh, it's, it's a moment. And then we hung out and got to say hi to him, took a picture with him, and he signed an oh, autograph. Waiting. So. Oh yeah, cheers! That's cheers. great. Yeah. Cheers. He's yeah. like he's like Bruce Springsteen, Woody Guthrie, Bob Dylan, all for oh. you know, for America. He's like Woody Guthrie, Bob Dylan, Bruce Springsteen, all rolled into one. Mm-hmm. He's like so important to music in Ireland. Uh, it's 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 it was an it was an honor to meet the cat. So, uh, and then hear him play Liz Dune, and and then it's in Norton's anthology. I'm an English teacher. It's, uh, anyway, that was that was that's uh, that was what well, that's my highlight for me. 
Thank you for sharing, yeah, everybody. I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the overshare, Jamie. All right, more about me because this is really interesting. <laughs> it reminds it reminds me of I was in Scotland. It was the first time in Edinburgh. Do you guys know Iron and Wine? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So well, uh, Boy my- with the Coin, I believe, is one of their uh, mainstreams, right? Yes, and that was I actually have that on like record downstairs. That's one I listen to, like one of my favorite. Um, to boy to. with but the on boy. vinyl, but yeah, no. So I um when i loved them and they were playing in uh edinburgh when i was there and i it was like the first concert i went to by myself which is a whole ass experience i Mm -hmm. i encourage anyone if they can to go i've even gone to festivals like by myself which is a whole whole experience in itself like depending on the festival you go to like people are usually so welcoming unless it's very i don't know if it depends on the music but um i went by myself and i met some people but it was like they had um like 10 people come out on stage and all playing different instruments for one of the last songs i don't remember the song that they played and i was just like i haven't seen anything like this like ever before it was absolutely incredible um you because you whenever you see like you, you Abby's dog is. is that my dog is screaming. Abby's dog <laughs> is screaming. <laughs> She's just like growling. <laughs> He's chasing rabbits currently. But um, but yeah, no, it was, it was an awesome experience, and I highly <laughs> encourage anyone like if you want to go to a show, you should go by yourself. You can really reflect, yeah. you know, and you can absorb it. Yeah. Yeah, you're not trying to entertain anybody. You're just there. Yeah. There to experience music, and that's what music is for. Yeah, yeah I love, that. I love, love, love that. I, you know, you, we got to hang out again. We got to yes. do like, because I love that talking about music. We can do more music. Oh, yeah. Let's do like music bourbons next time. Yes, like, please. Ooh, we should, oh my god, like, wait, we have a playlist. Black we, in. This we started pairing whiskeys with bourbon. Yeah, or and we made a we played a, we made a playlist for a whiskey. So we should we should start doing that. Yeah, like, or we could do like we could do like black end. You know, Metallica's or uh, Heaven's Gate. Oh no, yeah. that's, Bob, that's Heaven's Door. That's Heaven. Heaven's Gate. <laughs> Heaven's Gate. Bob Dylan is purple. You get it. Him and Prince went oh, in on is it together. There anybody out there? <laughs> no, we'll we'll have to do like a, a tasting of or, the evening, and we should pair songs with the tasting. Yes, we, we should revisit. Uh, we we should revisit a uh, what was it? Yeah, um, we're gonna do that. I, the next time we get together, we'll do music and bourbons, either yeah. either band bourbons or or just song bourbons that that take us to a song, one of the two. We'll talk ahead of time, uh, and plan it slightly, <laughs> uh, as opposed to today. <laughs> the, don't drink that Heaven Gate purple one. Yeah, That's don't drink scary. that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it sends you place off. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I, ladies, um, yeah, you know, it's like my, the end of the year for me. It's it's uh, I was uh, doing the show on bitters. I was kind of joking about it because at the end of the school year, it's like. It's tough, I and mean, it's been a it's been a rough year for educators. It's like not woe is me or anything, because uh, the kids have had it way worse than I have. You know, it's for me, it's Groundhog's Day because September first, I'm like, you know, yeah. it's like Sunny and Shares on the radio. I'm hitting snooze. <laughs> it's it's Groundhog's Day. I'm doing it all over again, right? I get another kick at the cat. These kids, it's over, is done. So they've had much worse time than me. But it's been a very challenging year for everybody everywhere. Oh, yeah, um, healthcare workers are still fighting the good fight. Yes, they are. Um, but, uh, yeah, because somebody was on Facebook today. It's like, hey, my friend is still on a ventilator. Please pray for him. I'm like, gosh, Jiminy Crickets, man. It's not over. We're, no, we're still in the middle of all this. Yeah. Far from over. But, um, you know, it's been a rough year, and I was feeling a little bitter, uh, <laughs> and I need a little sunshine in my life. And I thank you guys for coming and hanging out, uh, sharing a little sunshine with us, because uh, you guys are so much fun. Thank you. Thank you we for the surprise. We're so happy to be here. Thank yeah. you for the surprise. You know, yes. And, and, and yeah, I wanted to give Matt a little surprise. I was, I didn't tell him you guys were coming, and I know he loves talking to you. So, <laughs> so thanks for being here with us in the man cave. But uh, yeah, we will talk music and bourbon all over again, and we'll have a great time with it. Fair? Yeah, absolutely. Please. All right, Yay. all right, ladies, Matt. Cheers, cheers everybody. Thank you so cheers, much. Guys.